0: My name is Violet, and I'm obsessed with all things personal development. As a life, health, wellness, and meditation coach, I love empowering you through difficult seasons of life so you can venture and live a life you truly love. Join me as I cover topics on health and wellness, money, business, work, great relationships, not so great relationships, love, loss, family, achieving those beautiful goals, creating balance in life growth, and so much more. Consider this your one stop on a shop for a little happy hour blended with your personal school of life. Grab a drink, get cozy, and get ready to be challenged and inspired while you learn. This is the Venture Love Podcast. I am so excited to have this very special guest on the Venture Love Podcast. For our listeners, you'll definitely want to check Tiffany Burns out. Tiffany is a yoga-loving money and mindset coach, wife, and mama of three, and founder of the Lotus Legacy who lives in Maryland. And after growing up in an environment where money management wasn't taught, Tiffany made many money mistakes in her early adulthood when she eventually realized that she and her husband were in $91,000 in consumer debt. She knew she had to do things differently if she wanted a different life. So with focus and a new outlook on money, they successfully paid off their debt in three years. And during her journey, Tiffany became immersed in personal finance and became a certified financial coach and mindset coach to empower other women to change their relationship with money. Tiffany created the Lotus Legacy to help women reframe their money mindset by teaching them to develop healthy relationships with money, overcome financial fear, build trust and confidence in their financial decisions so they can make and manage money more effectively in a way that supports their life and goals. So super excited and happy to have you on the podcast. So welcome,
1: welcome, welcome, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me. I love listening to the bio. Um, it does feel really good to just kind of sit in all of the things that I've accomplished along the way. But another thing that I like to add when I listen to those bios is we all, we usually start with like the mom and wife and all these different things and these credentials. Um, but I also like to share with people just like the essence of who I am as a human being so I want your listeners and you to also know that I am a dreamer and a visionary. Um, I am one of those people who are always hopeful and excited about things to come. Um, I consider myself a lifelong student. So I love that you, um, in your bio and in your intro, you say that you are obsessed with personal development. So am I. I'm always looking for different books and things that will learn and that will stretch and challenge me and help me grow in different areas of life. Um, I'm a deep thinker. I am always thinking of new perspectives and trying to learn new things and think of things on a different light. I'm a problem solver. Um, and so with that being a visionary and a dreamer, I'm usually trying to figure out how to get things done in my life and, pro- and problem solve. I consider myself a change maker too. So when I am seeing in things that I want and things that are considered problems in my life, I have no problems with changing it. And then I also consider myself an encourager and a nurturer. So in my friend and family groups, I am that go-to person. If you need some support or comfort, um, I am usually that person that people go to for that. And so I like to share that too, because in addition to all of the things that you listed in my bio, I carry all of the essence of who I am into my business and the things that I am working towards.
0: I love that. I'm so happy you did that. It's You're the first person who's ever done that. And I think it's so refreshing and beautiful and just good. It's just good to hear that because it's so true. It's so true that we're wives and we're mamas, but we're so much more than that. So I'm so happy that you shared that. Yeah, yeah thank you. Of course. And I'm so happy we're here talking about something that affects literally everybody, everybody, everybody on this planet, which yeah. is money. Um, So money is such an important topic, like I said, because it impacts and affects and influences Everybody, everybody, everybody. Mm -hmm. So I loved your story because I know for me growing up, you know, in the U.S., we grew up in the U.S. And when you're not even like 17, 18, you're bombarded with like a ton of credit card offers left and right. And Some of us, including myself, make crazy uh, mistakes. We take on the credit cards. We like shop to drop. We go out with our girlfriends on the weekends. We do stuff that's like, woo, like fun and exciting. But then we've got to like live with the decisions that we make from those choices, you know? Um, and pay off tons of de- debt, which is not funny. And we're not educated on this. It's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: things you learn in high school in school in college. Like, why are we not taught these things on how to manage our money? It's so crucial. It's so important. So I'm glad we're talking about this all today, but I'm so inspired by your story that you shared about your husband and being vulnerable because I am, I know uh, money is sometimes not money in, a, in, in, and of itself, but There's a lot of shame associated with not having enough or being in debt. People don't like to talk about it. People don't like to share where they're at in their money story. So I wanted to ask you to just maybe share a little bit more with our listeners on what life was like for you when you were in that like tough point in your life with your husband, like what was life looking like for you? Um, Yeah, if you could just share a little bit about that and, and, and how you kind of got yourself out of it.
1: Yeah. Thank you. So I love that you mentioned that, you know, money is an important topic because money is so interconnected with our day-to-day lives. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to get comfortable with having these conversations and, you know, doing things, um, that we need to do with money to build the lives that we want to build. And so I'm really excited to be here. So, um, going back to my bio and what kind of what you mentioned, right? Like, so a lot of us didn't learn about money growing up. So when you become an adult, you know, which technically 18, is considered an adult, you have opportunities to access money. And so um, when I was 18, I got, you know, multiple credit cards and didn't know any much about budgeting or managing money. And so I would, I was working and making money and spending money just as quickly as I made it. And if I didn't have the cash or the money in my bank account, then I would just rely on my credit cards to, you know, get me what I wanted. And I went into my marriage with that mentality. And so that's how we um got into you know the debt that we got into we did a lot in the first year of our marriage we um, got married which we paid for our wedding ourselves the majority of it Uh, we bought a house that first year we had our first kids so all within a calendar year we did a lot Um, and so in that time period we you know purchased furniture and got my daughter like all the things and so it was just a lot of like that snowball of debt racked up pretty quickly but in that time period in our marriage um that was probably around like 2013 or we got married in 2012 so 2013 is when we really started like piling up that debt when i was pregnant with my second um child is when we when i really realized like Okay, things have got to change, right? Because we were, at that point, we live in Maryland. I think you're on West Coast. So when you're on the coast, okay, cost of living is pretty high. We're right outside of DC. And so, you know, we're looking at childcare, you know, is it worth it to pay childcare for two kids or do you stay home? And we're crunching numbers. And that's when we finally realized, Violet, how much debt we were in. We had no idea prior to that because we would just, you know, we would go to a store and we would get this furniture and we would just, oh, just finance it it's fine it's just a small extra payment we just can take it on and so we're just racking up debt over time without even realizing exactly how much debt we had um and so it wasn't until we until i was starting my transition into becoming a stay at home mom that we realized how much debt we had and once that we realized that number um i had a vision of what my life could look like i saw on both sides what my life could look like i could i saw the side where you know me and my husband at that point we were fighting about money pretty regularly one month we would be fine and the next month we had no idea how we were going to pay all of our bills um, my husband was in sales at the time and so his income would fluctuate and he would get bonuses and like so it was just so much uncertainty and chaos in our lives and in our marriage and I saw that if we continued on the path that we were on at the speed that we were going it didn't look good for my marriage um, I saw financial stress and struggle and just you know some of the narratives and like the women that I've seen in my life. And I knew I didn't want that. And on the other side of that, I saw um, hope and I saw, you know, my kids going on vacation and I saw me and my husband traveling and I saw all these other things. Right. And so that was really the fork in the road of, Either you can continue what you're doing, or you can, you know, make different choices and get a different outcome. Um, and so that was really what that light bulb moment was for me. But you know, in the thick of it, it really felt like a roller coaster. You know, one minute we were up, one minute we were down, and it was just so much uncertainty and chaos. Oh my gosh, I hear you. I hear you. I feel like um, you were speaking
0: my story of being in college and going out with my friends and shopping and not really like looking at the credit card bills and paying them here, forgetting them. Like it, my history with money was really toxic and, um, mm-hmm. it was, bad. it's embarrassing, yeah. you know, you live and you learn. And I feel like this is such a great topic because so many people listening that are in similar situations are going to benefit so much from this, from this topic. So, um, I love that you mentioned, you and your husband looked at your finances, like you faced -hmm. faced the reality, which is scary. A lot of people, I know, including myself in the past, you kind of just like, look at those envelopes pile up and you're like, oh crap, I've got to like deal with that at some point. I don't want to do it now. It's Friday, but I have to deal with it. I have to pay it off. I have to face it. So (laughs) excuse me. And so I know facing the reality was difficult, but it was so necessary. So can you share three steps maybe that you started taking on to
1: just move forward and improving your situation? In my business, I actually have people do the reverse of what I did, right? So we looked at that big scary number first and that's when I had like my eye opening Mm -hmm. moment. And I'd like for people to do it the other way around. Have that vision first, right? And I want you to, and it helps because I am a dreamer and a visionary. For a lot of people, I want you to really sit down and think about what you want your life to look like first before you look at any of the numbers. Um, it takes some of the sting off when you realize what is, what's at stake, what you're working towards and why this is important right now. So like there's um, sometimes where you can feel like you're free falling financially and you know the the ground is there. And so at some point you got to pull the parachute. And so I want you to have that vision create that parachute for yourself so that you can land safely. It's not too late for you. You mentioned something about like the shame and there's so much shame. Like I was ashamed of the decisions that I was making, which is one of the reasons why why I couldn't, I didn't feel comfortable talking to my husband. That's why I always turned into fights. I was super defensive. Um, but I want you to, you know, if you are in a relationship or you have a partnership, just the two of you come together and think about what you want your lives to look like. That is a really powerful way to get started with um, shaping your financial decisions in the future, just by thinking about what you want your life to look like. I promise you, it is, it is a really profound thing. Um, and then the second part after that is after realizing what it is that you want that vision that you have for your life is creating, um, is starting to bring awareness, right? It's Then we can start to look at the pull your credit report and see what's going on, pull your credit card statements, and let's look at the balances. And you don't have to do all of it at once, right? You can take your time with this process um, because, again, I don't want you to be so afraid of these numbers and these activities that it causes you to not even do it at all. Um, so be patient and gentle with yourself when we think about, the decisions that we've made. Um, I think we both uh, uh, talked about, you know, just not having access to financial information and not holding yourself hostage to the mistakes that you've made. Um, It's really important for you to be patient and gentle with yourselves as you're going through this journey, because a lot of us are doing decades of self-work and then generations of like money story and money trauma and things like that. And so um, be very patient and gentle with yourself. But the first thing to do is to have your vision. um, And then, start bringing some awareness to the financial part of it and those are two main places to start and then you can then you can start putting your plan together you know which type of um, debt payoff strategy you're going to use which I think we'll talk about in a little bit but you know start with your vision before you do anything else I love
0: that you said the vision I feel like we don't hear that often if if ever of starting with that and starting in that way because I feel that sometimes you know what we think about at least what i thought about in the beginning uh before when i was struggling to figure out like oh gosh how do i even get all of the accounts and the, all the stuff together i'm thinking this is overwhelming this is stressful this is hard this is not fun this is not something i want to do this is something i'll do tomorrow but when you switch it that way and you put like a really beautiful positive light on hey like we're going to have to deal with all this stuff at some point but like why don't we picture what we really really want out of this experience Mm -hmm. because money is not meant to hurt us it's meant to help us it's meant to like you know make our lives what we want it to be and so I love that you painted that picture of creating a vision whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship I think that's really nice of having you and your partner look at money together um, Mm -hmm. and create a vision that you both are excited to work towards. So I love that. I love that you said that. I think facing where you are financially is so important, like you said. And then and then doing the the work, nitty gritty. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> so I know you mentioned you have children, and I've got my little guy Geo, who's not. Walking or talking yet, but I always like, you know, interviewing mamas because I think it's I f- I feel like I learned so much from the women that I interview and that I talk to. And I know that those listening will learn as well. So with your children, I know they're a little bit older than Gio is. Um, Gio's nine months now. And the reason why I'm asking this question, just as backstory, is when I grew up, as I was growing up, my parents, they always like you know they struggled they worked really hard and they always said you know money doesn't grow on trees and you hear all those stories of you have to work hard and you've got to do this and you have to do all these things the right way and they meant well but I just wonder you know modern day you as a money coach um with your children like are there certain things that you share with them that you see are benefiting them even at this early age and if so what are they I'm just so
1: curious (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so just in the work that you do, I'm sure you also have known and learned that so many of the things that we bring into our adulthood are things that we have learned or inherited in childhood. And because we also know that money is such an um, interconnected part of our lives and we can use money as a tool um, to build this amazing life. It's important for me to be able to have these conversations and teach my children about money, a life scale from an early age. And so, you know, just thinking back when my daughter was first born, um, I didn't want her to, quote unquote, worry about money. Right. Because That's how I viewed money. I only worried about it. I didn't see money as a tool to use it for my benefit. I only saw it as like a source of like stress and anxiety. Um, And so I didn't, initially, I didn't have a really good uh, basis to teach her off of. But as I started to, my own financial wellness journey, as we paid off all of this debt as a money coach now, um, it is so important for my kids to learn about money. So some of the ways that I do that, Um, And I talked about this recently on Instagram, Um, shameless plug. So like, go check out my Instagram live videos. But um, I talked about how to start teaching your kids about money without even giving them money. And one of those ways is letting them see you have healthy money habits. And so my kids see my husband and I sitting down and doing a budget and when we're spending money. We're talking about, oh, this was in the budget. This wasn't in the budget. We're going to move money around when my kids are asking to go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or whatever it is, I'm 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 asking them questions. Would you rather use this money for this or do you want to use this money to go towards your vacation? Um, my daughter had a Galentine's Day party last week or last month and, you know, I, I, she helped me create that budget for that, right? Like, so let's think about like all of these things. And so having really open, honest, healthy conversations about money is an amazing way to start without giving your kids a dime. Um, because, you know, I know there are some conflicting and arguments and points of view when it comes to like paying your children for chores or giving them an allowance and things like that. And so, but without even giving them money, you can start to help them shape their money story just by being you and having a healthy relationship with money. And even like talking about the money mistakes and what you're learning, all of those things make parenting such a human experience, which I feel like generations in the past tried to, They it was, you know, a hierarchy. Right. Like they didn't they were just parents. They weren't they didn't really relate to us as humans. um And so just giving your kids like letting them see you have a human uh, relationship or a human experience with money, I think, is super helpful. Um, but in addition to just them seeing us, they also earn money in the house um, for doing certain chores, Um, you know, picking up toys in the living room and in their bedroom, like that's a non-negotiable, but, you know, doing yard work and, you know, other little miscellaneous things around the house there, they have the opportunity to get money for that. And then they can start to manage and budget money on their own. Um, I know for a fact that one of the reasons why um, I was so bad with money was because I didn't have a lot of practice with it. I didn't have a lot of experience with managing money. As a child, as a teen. And so when I got a job and had money coming in regularly, I didn't know how to manage it. And so um, my intention behind that is to give them as many opportunities to manage money, to make impulsive mistakes, to understand the difference between, you know, um, impulse shopping and delayed gratification so that they can make those mistakes now and experience those feelings and emotions and experiences when the stakes are much lower. So yeah, it's, it's really important for me as a a mom and money coach to, to really help them, you know, create that healthy relationship with money, but also gain that life skill. Oh my gosh. This is so good.
0: This is so good. Where were you when I was a kid, when I had those credit cards? Oh my gosh. This is so good. I feel like, um, so helpful in so many different ways for so many different people listening. Um, And I absolutely resonate with that mentality of educating. I love that you share, you know, the, the good, the real stuff with your kids. I think it's so valuable because like you said, the hierarchy, I absolutely felt that growing up, it wasn't money, wasn't something I had to like deal with or manage, but I knew that there was like a limited amount and it was for certain things that were really important and certain things we could have and certain things we couldn't. So I really like. You involving your children as much as possible. And I did see that Instagram story of you and your husband on the couch with your kids and like, you're doing your budget. And that's so beautiful. I mean, I never considered doing that. I'm like, you know what, like, we're going to do that.
1: I love that. I think it's so important for the kids to see it right like and so you know I only saw my parents talking about money um and so I want to create different experiences for them I want them to see us even if we don't agree I want them to see us have like healthy conflict resolution and just just creating that um, experience for them just by us having it naturally
0: I love that. I love it. So I know this wasn't a question I was going to ask, but it's coming up right now. And I know for myself personally, as I was getting myself, I've paid off all my debt, which I'm really proud of. And it it took me some time, but, um, you know, in facing where I was, um, and knowing like, this is not where I want to be the rest of my life. I know I felt, um, in the beginning, it was difficult for me, but I know over time, it felt good to get out of debt. And like, the more I paid off, the more I was like, dang, this feels good. Like, oh, this feels good. I'm feeling like it felt like a heavy backpack that I had been carrying like rocks. And I'm like, oh, everywhere I go, it's with me. Right. And like year after year of paying off student debt, which was the bulk of my debt was like my undergrad and my master's and other things I had invested myself in, which I have zero regrets, but that's another topic. But that weight of having on me and then little by little releasing it, to move forward. I know that felt good for me. So I wanted to ask, like, I'm assuming it feels so good for you to be where you are today, but how do you feel in this day right now with regards to money, your money story and money in the future? Like, how
1: do you feel like Oh yeah. I mean, just going through that whole process, like, and I like you put it a little bit nicer. Like for me, it felt like I unlocked the, like a new level of badassery. Like it proved to me that I could do anything, right? Like if I never really imagined before we started that I would have a life without debt, right? Like I just kind of thought that it was something that we'd always have. I thought that money itself was really hard and I'd never have a good relationship with it. And we would all, I would always be in this like struggle and survival mode with money. I never really thought that something else was possible, but as we started that debt free journey and as we got out of debt, it really is like, it unlocked a new character. It really proved to me that I could do difficult things. I could persevere. I had um, persistence in me that I'd never really experienced. And so it was really, it was really, really um, beneficial to just every aspect of my life. I I probably wouldn't even be a business owner if it wasn't for going through that journey. It really helped push and motivate me and and stretch me in ways that I didn't even realize were imaginable.
0: How inspiring. Oh my gosh. I've loved this conversation. So for anyone listening that is uh, inspired and wanting to connect and learn more and work with you, how can people find you? How can they work with you?
1: Yeah, you can connect with me on Instagram at the lotus legacy. You can find me on my website, it's thelotuslegacy.co. Um and so I am now the owner and uh, community manager of Mama's Master and Money, which is a membership community for women who are looking to change their relationship with money, who are looking to learn how to manage their money differently and create this intentional life that we're talking about. What I realized is that it takes it really is a process and I knew that because I went through my own um, debt journey, which took years for us to get out of it. Um, But then again, that money mindset part of it is something that is a constant and it takes time and patience and a community of people and the right support and tools to really be able to commit and stick to that sort of transformation. And so I'm really excited to um, open up this community because it is really beautiful to see the women that are in it already just starting to think and feel differently about their money and watching their actions start to follow. That's
0: so exciting. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for everyone to connect with you, to learn with you. And to just grow. I think there's so much growth that comes from connecting with people like you. Um, And the last question I like to ask to wrap things up is what does it mean
1: to venture a life that you love? I absolutely love that. And so knowing that money is a tool and just being a visionary person and um, a change maker, problem solver, and all of the things that I am, venturing a life that you love really means that you have control and power over building a life that you absolutely love um, in all areas of life, from you know motherhood to just being a woman and a business owner and entrepreneur and a career woman and all these different things. It just means that you have power and control to create the life that you love.
0: Amazing. Thank you so, so much, Tiffany. I'm so, so grateful and I'm so excited for everyone to connect and learn from you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Venture Love Podcast. If you love this episode as much as I did, make sure to rate and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. And if you want to continue the conversation and share your biggest takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Yes, you. Head on over to my Instagram at Violet Ventures to share your favorite part, grab a freebie, learn about my latest offerings, or check out my latest blog. I can't wait to connect and hear from you. This is Violet, and I'll see you next time on the Venture Love Podcast.